More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Monday edition, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I hope all of you had fantastic weekends. I am Clay Travis, and as I am speaking to you right now, the Dow is down 830 points. Joe Biden just finished talking to uh, the American public. And there is a massive sell-off going on on Wall Street that is, I believe, connected pretty clearly to COVID fears rising anew, which Buck Sexton and I have told you was going to happen. And I got a provocative thesis for you. We're going to spend a lot of time discussing what exactly is going on with this COVID collapse in the stock market. But... My fear, what we are going to see in this country, we saw L.A. last week reinstitute their mask mandate, announced they were doing it. It started late Saturday night. I'm actually headed out to L.A. on Wednesday, so I will see what exactly is going on there and report back to you live on the show on Thursday and Friday. But I think where we are rapidly headed, looking ahead, is two massively different COVID responses in this country that are going to create a seismic schism, to use an interesting word, between red state America and blue state America, where red state America, Buck Sexton, is going to say, we've already tried the, the lockdowns. We've already tried the masks. There is nothing we can do to stop a virus from spreading We have to remain open and live our lives as normal as we possibly can. And I think what's going to happen in blue state America, and you're already seeing it happen in L.A., is first are going to come the masks, then are going to come aggressive social distancing uh, arguments, and then I think we're headed for lockdowns. Let me give you one example of some people in Wall Street believing that I'm correct right now. Almost every stock is down today, Buck. One of the best performing stocks in the entire market, 
Peloton, which was also one of the biggest beneficiaries of the stock market uh, crash, which I think it's fair to say last March, because everybody suddenly had their gym shut down and they wanted to have a Peloton bike or Peloton equipment at home. Almost everything is down. Peloton up 6% right now as we're speaking as the stock market itself is down uh, right around uh, 2 and a third, 2, 2, 2 2.4%. Why that big divergence? I think there are some people right now trading on the idea of lockdowns coming back. And we're going to tell you all about this because I think it's a massive story going on right now. Do you buy into the idea of almost a COVID civil war developing in our country? Blue state America does one thing. Red state America does another. It's all going to depend on what we see in the next few weeks from the data. If we see an increase in deaths and hospitalizations, then people are going to really freak out right now. It's about caseload and the caseload in some European countries. And I think that's noteworthy because there are so many right now who are blaming explicitly Fox News by name yes. for this search. As if Fox News is doing gain of function research here in New York City and try to. I mean, it's crazy stuff being said by people. And I mean by Fauci, I mean by the actual lab coat tyrants that go on TV all the time. So they're blaming the right, generally speaking, we could say that, without ever specifying why and without looking at the data for who's not really vaccinated. My worry here is that they're going to use a lesser level of vaccine efficacy as a justification, not for looser restrictions and more freedom, but actually a much bigger push to get everyone vaccinated, every man, woman and child, and to get everyone to accept boosters as part of this whole situation, it's not it's not going to be optional the, the left is panicking about this. Now, if we don't have the hospitalizations and deaths, then it's going to this. This will calm down, I think, quite rapidly. Um, that doesn't mean it's going to go away. It doesn't mean we won't go into lockdowns in the wintertime when we have another surge. But, Clay, it, my, my thesis right now is this. And it's actually something um, that I've been saying for months um, and, and here actually in in May of. 2020 i wrote we're moving toward eventual herd immunity as a society we're just doing it more slowly at the price of trillions of dollars millions of jobs the constitution the bill of rights and people are figuring this out the hardest way possible that was a year ago more than a year ago that i said that i think more than ever that's what we're seeing if the if it doesn't even prevent uh infection at the rates that we were told what does that say about how many people are going to be infected? And remember, they're going to say, oh, well, it means for a milder form of the virus. OK, but there's a ninety nine point what seven percent overall survival rate. And as we've said all along, if you are under 65 by the numbers and don't have comorbidities, this is acceptable as a public health issue. But it's becoming, you know, pandemic is everywhere, right? Pan is all over. That's what the pandemic part of this is. This is now an epidemic meaning it's going to exist within the population. We're heading toward COVID as a cyclical flu or cold-like syndrome. And I think that that's where the, the public health authorities haven't thought this one through, other than to say lock, uh, lockdowns, masks, things like that might have to come back. So I'm with you on that as a very high likelihood. Here's where we're going to try to be honest with you on this show. 
we're going to look at the data. And if you look at the data, there are several different hypotheses that you can put forward. You can't know because we don't have a month into the futures data when we would look like geniuses right now. What I would look at and look toward is England and Israel, the countries that have the most percentage of their population overall vaccinated. Right now, England's overall number of uh, cases is approaching their all-time high. That's despite having one of the highest rates of vaccination in the world. So what does that tell us? There are several different hypotheses you could draw from that, right, Buck? One is... And this is where like people are like, you can't say that. Oh, my God. How dare you? One oh, is we're on radio. So yeah, we can. We can Sorry, Facebook. One hypothesis uh, that is a legitimate one you could put forward, because, again, we don't know 100 percent what the future looks like, is that the vaccine is way more uh, ineffective in the months ahead than it initially appears to be. Right. Is that it? in other words, you're going to need a lot of boosters and it's not necessarily going to last forever like some vaccines. Right. That's I mean, this, one hypothesis. Just to be clear, it, it could be that it quickly recedes the protection yes. of this, or it could be the Delta variant for the first. We kept hearing about the variants that would yes. evade the level of protection, or it could be both of those things at some level. But yeah, that's one thesis. And that's that's well said, too, because even people out there who usually get the flu shot know that all the different variations of the flu mean sometimes you're protected against the version of the flu that isn't ascendant, right? So we don't know. That's one hypothesis uh, that, that could be out there. Another, and this is a more positive version, is that there's still going to be a ton of positive COVID tests. But as you said, Buck, hopefully the hospitalizations and deaths do not follow. In other words, as the vaccine is spreading, and as we have more and more natural immunity, that is people who have already gotten uh, COVID, our bodies have protected us to such an extent that the number of people dying with COVID and die- being hospitalized with it is going to remain at a low enough level that we don't have to have any concern. Right. I, 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 but you're, you're looking at this as someone who's going to follow the data rationally and, and, and looking I, at the science. And I think what we have to do is look at this in the context of what is clearly and and i've i felt this way all along fauciism and we should call it that we should have a name for it it is a mass mental illness now it's an anxiety disorder and if you want to know what the symptoms are i could describe them to you i mean i'm not a doctor nor do i play one on radio but the symptoms are double masking outside alone which i still see people doing yeah thinking children on the playground right now outside should be mad or in schools or or honestly anybody who believes that the Airlines, we'll talk later about about your experience in the airport and airline over the weekend, but anybody who thinks that that stuff isn't crazy is suffering from or is being having Fauciism imposed on them. Yes. And we have a collision that has happened in American society over the last 18 months between unprecedented mass media and unbelievable mass hysteria. And so as long as there is some degree of COVID in the general population, what we're going to be hearing is, Oh, but the you know the next variant, or oh, we need to get those boosters ready now, or we need to get locked down. I think the uh, one debate we're going to have in the country is preventative lockdown, because what people are going to say is, well, it's too late if you wait till you hit the numbers God. in December or January. So some places, California, New York, are going to say we have to do prevention, and 
Remember, everybody, for all of our all of our friends right now in those red states, Clay's in Tennessee, so he's feeling like he's going to be okay no matter what. I'm here in New York in the belly of the beast. As this is happening, there will be federal government mandates they try. There'll be federal government. The Biden administration will try to eliminate protections in the redder states, so no one will be safe from this stuff. So I think both of those hypotheses that I just laid through are legitimate, you know, broad hypotheses. Hopefully the vaccine is going to work and deaths and hospitalizations will be down. That's the hope. The other one is that basically virus going to virus and that the actual protection that will be provided from the vaccine is going to be of a limited duration and uh, protection. And so to your point, Buck, what we're going to continue to talk about here when we come back is. I think we need to break down where are we headed? Because I believe the canary in a coal mine moment was L.A. saying we're going to bring back masks and there are going to be a lot more places that are starting to follow that lead and it's going to lead. You thought there was a divide between red and blue America over COVID before. I think this fall and winter has the potential to be far more explosive where you've got protests in the streets over the ideas of whether kids are in school or not, uh, whether there is going to be, uh, whether we're going to keep everything open, whether lockdowns are going to exist. And I think it is going to be a massive, unbelievable mess. And I think that's why Wall Street is selling off right now because this hope that COVID was just going to disappear I think has started to uh, to take some major body blows based on the evidence that is out there right now. But we're going to continue to talk about this. What have you got for me, Buck? You know, if I could save everybody listening to this money on a service they already have and keep them at the exact same level of service, it just seems like a no-brainer. And that's why 20,000 of you have already taken us up on this, and more than 20,000 over the last year alone. I'm talking about switching to Pure Talk, switching your cell carrier to Pure Talk. The big wireless providers out there are charging you for data you'll never need and stuff you'll never use. What can that add up to for your family over the course of a year? About $800 or more. I mean, that's serious savings. Pure Talk gives you the exact same coverage as whatever your cell carrier is right now, but only charges you for what you need. That's why Clay and I are customers. And switching was easy, Clay. Yeah, no doubt. In fact, it is so incredibly easy that all you have to do, just listen to me right now, over 20,000 Smart Rush listeners have already done it to save a bundle. All you have to do is get to get unlimited talk plus text plus six gigs of data for just $30 a month from your cell phone right now. Dial pound 250 and say pure talk and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250, say pure talk. You'll have the option to receive a one-time auto-dialed text message from Pure Talk. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Buck here. Clay and I are very concerned. Those of you that have money in the market probably really concerned today, but we're concerned for the country, concerned for the whole planet, honestly, given what's going on right now with the reactions to COVID everywhere. And just so so we're clear, while the White House, and we're going to dive into this in a few moments, while the White House really wants you to believe the problem, and they're, they're saying it explicitly, they're being open about it, the problem is Fox News and the right and conservatives. The solution is 
collusion between the White House and the big tech giants out there to shut down speech that they don't like. And now this is getting right into the heart of the First Amendment. I would I would argue that this White House is openly hostile to the First Amendment and really all of the First Amendment, but particularly when it comes to free speech and for anyone who's wondering, is there dissent? Are there areas of disagreement about what the response should be now? What's happening right now in this country, in a state like California, in a city like Los Angeles? Here is an NBC doc who is saying what L.A. is doing. So this is one of the blue check lab coat Fauciites saying what L.A. is doing doesn't make sense. He, he's very clear about. What's going on for everybody who's actually everybody's actually listening? We're talking about disinformation, Brian, and misinformation, but there's also just confusing information that exists. And I look at L.A. County, for example, uh, that decided to do an indoor masking mandate. And with all due respect, I, I understand wanting to err on the side of caution. But when you make a move like that, that's counter to what CDC's put out there. You have to you have to have science to back it up. And what what do they have? They have a 60 percent plus one dose vaccination rate, test positivity, three percent or less, such about two point five percent. Their hospitals are not stressed right now from covid. The reason I say this, I say this is when it comes to fall winter, we're going to have regional surges assuredly in places that are not vaccinated. The public needs to feel like public health officials are making moves based on the science. I just don't feel like that exists in L.A. County. So there's a lot of people out there saying, well, why are they doing that? Is it a reflex? It's not based in science. Why? It's confusing. And I think that's leading into all the hesitancy that exists. Would the White House want him to be banned for saying that, Clay? I I just want to know, where do they draw the lines? (laughs) I'm sure they would want him banned for saying that. And I think that is one of the big challenges that is out here right now is... My fear is that the CDC is going to rescind their mask guidance if the number of cases continue to rise, right? That we are going to get a situation where the CDC walks back exactly what they said uh, with if you're vaccinated, which, let's be honest, was kind of a carrot, right? They're trying to encourage people to get vaccinated by saying you don't need to wear masks. Now, the practical impact has been nobody's really wearing masks in most of the country. Now, L.A. walks it back. And if we've learned anything, Buck, what has our science out there told us? Whatever they tell you one day, the different can be, difference can be told the next, which is why there's so little uh, confidence, I would say, in public health authorities right now. And the masks, as anybody who paid attention to the numbers throughout the pandemic, particularly in the massive surge in our winter, the masks, when you mandated them, County by county, state by state, did not work. Someone can talk to me about how if we, if you wear an N95 mask in a surgical setting inside of a hospital, it's clearly, that's not how it actually works in the world, as we know. It's mask up between bites. It's double mask sometimes, no mask other times, which is, which is the same thing as saying you're, you're exposing yourself a lot to what would be out there in terms of COVID. But you have to go through this nonsense of sometimes giving you a placebo of protection from wearing a cloth, a loosely draped cloth mask across your face sometimes. There's no doubt, Buck. And uh, we're going to talk about that more continued when we come back. But uh, Jeffrey in Texas wants to say just a message of thanks. I'm pain free for my knee and lower, lower back pain. 
I can keep my business going detailing autos. I'm working hard, riding my motorcycle, staying young, thanks to Relief Factor at 71 years old. My wife, a lot younger than that. She's taking Relief Factor. Buck's dad is using it. He's using it to get out on the golf course and absolutely crush things. You can join hundreds of thousands of people who have ordered Relief Factor, and about 70% of them go on to order more. Join the more than half a million people and order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to get the $19.95 three-week quick start developed for you. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of us. We're figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, it it would have been been juicy. The podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is James Golden, or Boast Nerdly. I hope you're enjoying the podcast series Rush Limbaugh, the man behind the golden EIB microphone, There's a dozen episodes that will remind you of the greatness of Rush, with so many amazing stories shared. I'm your host of this series, available wherever you listen to podcasts. MyPillow and Tunnel to Towers Foundation are both sponsors. Welcome back in. Clay Travis here with Buck Sexton. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us here in the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Battles 
emerging as the stock market as we speak right now is down nearly 900 points, the biggest drop of the Joe Biden regime so far. Remember how much attention every twist and turn in the stock market got when Donald Trump was president during COVID. Why is it dropping today? There are fears of COVID not going away, basically, uh, as uh, the England and other countries that have had substantial amounts of vaccinations continue to have a large caseload. We've been talking a lot about that, but the Biden administration has effectively gone to war now with social media companies. Joe Biden was asked, I believe this was on Friday, as he walked out of the White House after we finished the show, what message he would have for Facebook over what the White House has termed disinformation that is being spread through Facebook's platform. Here's what Joe Biden said. Let me precisely what I said. I'm glad you asked me that question. One, I had just read that on the Facebook, Facebook pointed out that it was pointed out that Facebook of all the misinformation, 60 percent of the misinformation came from 12 individuals. That's what the article said. So I was asked that question about what do I think is happening? Facebook isn't killing people. These 12 people are out there giving misinformation. Anyone listening to it is getting hurt by it. It's killing people. It's bad information. My hope is that Facebook, instead of taking it personally, that somehow I'm saying Facebook is killing people, that they would do something about the misinformation, the outrageous misinformation about the vaccine. That's what I meant. Kind of, this is this is the Biden administration saying they they do not actually believe in free speech. When when the government is telling private entities that you can't say things, that is actually the reason we have a First Amendment. You could say, oh, but it's private action. If it's collusion with with the top of the federal government, Clay, it it, it goes into a different place very quickly, which is what we are seeing. Which is a, the basis of Donald Trump's lawsuit, Buck. Which is Jen Psaki came out and said if. You're banned on one social media platform. You should be banned on the other one. And by the way, Facebook said, uh, I mean, Joe Biden said Facebook took this as me saying they were killing people. That's what you said. (laughs) I mean, you said Facebook is killing people on Friday and Facebook fired. That's why they had those weird little lines, Joe, near because it was a quote. He said Facebook is killing people. But obviously, this is supposed to be his clarification. Facebook says that they have gotten rid of 18 million instances of information online since the pandemic. That's in their official blog post. What, what is First of all, that includes, so I want everyone to be very clear, that includes people who were supporters of the lab leak hypothesis. That includes people who were saying masking is stupid, just wait for double masking. By the way, that I'm, I'm one of them. Yes. Uh, that Facebook actually took action against. Um, that includes people that have said that schools should be open. So the White House herd immunity more of this. is potentially the better platform than, 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 than we're not talking about. That this idea of herd immunity not allowed to be discussed. This goes to what we started the show with, Buck. So many people out there have forgotten their basic elementary school science studies, which is anything new. There are lots of hypotheses. And so that's how the free market works. People have ideas, right? You can have the opinion that schools should be open, even though teachers are saying, oh, my God, I have to do a will. I'm going to die. And look, I don't agree with this, but this clip we're going to play you. 
Joe Biden said Facebook is killing people. We're in the blame factory part of this COVID discussion now. Uh, an ER physician appearing on CNN said, not Facebook killing people. It's actually Fox News that's killing people. Play cut six. But explain to us why you said what you did, that you don't blame your patients, you blame Fox. Listen, I've seen uh, several COVID patients now every shift for the past week, and, and every single one of them has been unvaccinated. When I see other patients, you know, I offer them the vaccine. I try to talk to them about the vaccine. And so many of them are just shutting down the conversation. I had one patient tell me they're afraid of the ingredients in the vaccine. And I asked, well, which ingredients? And they said, well, I don't really know what's in it. And, you know, we're in a highly Republican area, about 40 percent vaccination rate, about 70 percent voted for the former president. And when you see what's being put out there on the airwaves with Fox and other organizations and then that is, you know, shared on Facebook and it just hits that echo chamber. It is undeniable that these messages are getting through to patients and they're avoiding something that can prevent them from getting extremely sick or potentially dying. Clay, this is this is just the, a lie they keep repeating over and over yes. that it's, Fo- it's Fox's fault or it's Trump's fault. First of all, there is substantial vaccine hesitancy in Europe. So in France, for example, there are a lot of people. There are big protests Protest. over the weekend. Yes. A lot of people don't want vaccine mandates in France. Is that Donald Trump's fault? Is that Fox News's fault? How can they make such a transparently weak, absurd, and dishonest, disingenuous argument? It's because the propagandists become more desperate as their arguments become more obvious and and the uh, weaknesses are more apparent. And then also, it is still, if you're looking at this by demographic category, African Americans in the United States who disproportionately, as we know, vote Democrat on our Biden voters, something, you know, 90 percent in the last election plus uh, are one of the greatest pockets of vaccine hesitancy. So are, are we how can we blame Fox News or the right or anything when you have? And by the way, people like you and me are vaccine hesitant because we've had covid. Yes. And no one can explain why. we. So, you know, which how, how is Fox to blame is really the issue. No, and I think it's a good point, too, about why uh, black Americans are so hesitant about the vaccine. It's because they've been lied to by public health officials before. Uh, That's the truth, right? As a culture, there were experiments that were uh, propagated upon black Americans, the Tuskegee Airmen, for example. And that conversation and discussion has limited overall public health uh, confidence. And I think this goes a big part of this, Buck. All of the different guidelines that we've been given by scientists, and I'm putting that in quotation marks, and public health officials, they keep telling us so many different things that I believe there are a lot of people out there who just are are overwhelmed by all of the contradictory information, and they're sitting back, and they might be well be like you and me, Buck, who already had COVID, and they say, look, I've already got, uh, it's like you can't talk about the fact that we have a huge amount of natural immunity out there. It gets blocked on Facebook to even discuss it. But the data that is out there, the Cleveland Clinic, we'll talk to Rand Paul, by the way, on Wednesday. He's scheduled to be on with us, uh, who has had a lot of discussions about this with Dr. Fauci. There's no reason, objectively, for you and I, for instance, to get a vaccine, given the fact that we've already had COVID. And there are probably over 100 million people like us who have already had COVID. And again, this is the biggest stock market drop we have seen in Joe Biden's tenure so far. It may ultimately get to 
over a thousand points as we're speaking right now. It's down 920 points. There are a lot of people out there that are looking at the data coming out of England and looking at the data that is coming out of Israel. And they are saying, starting to have these hypotheses that we talked about before, is the uh, supposed panacea, this magic vaccine that was going to end COVID, is it as efficient and effective as we have all been told? This is us getting ahead of where the story is right now. Uh, but I think that's an important conversation. I think it's also important for us to start to look at why we don't do serological studies anymore on a scale where we could start to get a sense, blood tests, of how many people have infections, how many people have antibodies from natural infection. Because let's just start to do some rough back-of-the-napkin math, Clay. Yeah. You've got at least, based on last September's most definitive uh, study, at that point they were estimating that you'd be at 100 million by the end of the year. Yeah. So now we're, what, you know, almost a year later. I, I mean, if you were to really do this and start to crunch the numbers, you got to assume about close to half the country has already gotten COVID. Right. I and don't think that's crazy at all. They tell us that about what is what's now 60 percent of i mean you know the the latest vaccine level nationwide it's something it's almost if you if you take away kids and you just say 18 and up it's nearly 70 percent right. of 18 and up have had at least one shot so what percentage of the country has either had covid and or gotten the shot and then you start to look at this and say what's really the pool for this virus to spread Unless what we're now trying to fight against is a virus that has mutations and iterations that are going to become, as I said, endemic instead of pandemic, meaning it's just seasonal like the flu, which people worried about from the beginning. And do we want to live in a world, live in a society here in America where we treat this like it's, you know, smallpox when it has a ninety nine point seven percent rate? And we actually can't eradicate it the way we did smallpox based on the, the speed of the mutations. But we'll come back into the blame game. Uh, I also want to note that uh, we've got uh, Rand Paul tomorrow, as, as Clay said. Today, we've got our friends from Black Rifle Coffee on. They want to clarify some things that have come up from a New York Times profile of the weekend. So we'll certainly get into that. I mean, now is a really important day. I'm looking at it as I'm speaking to you. 920 points down on the Dow. 2.6%, 2.66% drop. Um, do you think that the trillions of dollars the government's spending with $3 trillion more they want to throw at things, according to the Democrats right now, you think that's affecting the economy? Is it affecting inflation, which now they can't say isn't real? Protect yourself now. Don't wait. You can protect your savings and your retirement by diversifying with precious metals. I'm talking about real gold and silver. And you want to get it from people you can trust. That's the Oxford Gold Group. That's who I get my gold and silver from. Give them a call right now at 833-404-GOLD. They'll answer all your questions and send you their investment guide. Whether you're looking to have real gold and silver delivered to you at home or have real gold and silver in your IRA or 401k, the Oxford Gold Group can help. Call Oxford today at 833-404-GOLD. That's 833-404-G-O-L-D. Welcome back to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. I'm Buck, here with Clay. Got some breaking news for you. Uh, Clay just flagged this one for me, and we'll talk about it a little bit in the next hour, but uh, or maybe in a few moments here, actually. Two-year-olds and up 
to mask, according to the American Society of Pediatricians. So regardless of vaccination status. So you get your three year old the shot. Your three year old still got a mask up. And really, why not double mask? I thought that's what you had to do if you take the virus seriously. Remember when they were saying that? Notice how they don't say it anymore. They may say it again, unfortunately, Buck. Have they started again? I'm afraid that that's where we're headed. I think so, too. So that's one thing. And then the other is uh, another breaking news story just this hour. A Capitol Hill rioter who breached the Senate got eight months and a felony conviction. And ABC News is saying the first felony conviction in the Capitol insurrection, of course, using that term. Clay, I mean, I've written at this at BuckSexon.com and it went viral because I think it's so true. If you call the riot of January 6th an insurrection, you're just an idiot or a liar. I mean, it's idiotic. It's it's just beyond comprehension that anyone thinks that that was really supposed to overthrow the United States government. Even worse than that, Joe Biden said it's the most dangerous threat to the United States government since the Civil War, which has uh, just been accepted as fact. And he said that was no hyperbole. But let me circle back around to one of those news stories, too. I mean, this is where I think the mom revolution could happen, Buck. Kids two and up have to wear masks is the recommendation of the American Association of Pediatricians. And remember, kids under the age of 12 are not eligible for the vaccine. And so if you actually look at the data, teachers are not in any way in a substantial risk. This is one of those big red and blue state America divisions, I believe, is going to exist, Buck. I think most kids in red states will be going to school this fall without masks. I think most kids in blue states are going to continue to wear masks. And to your point, we talked about this a lot. What is the impact of mask wearing? It sends the message that we're not safe. It sends a message to everyone out there. And I think you're right. There are a large number of people that have bought into all of the fear porn. And every time they see somebody in a mask, they think, oh, my God, I'm in danger in a way that they never would if they don't see the masks. And that is going to be a major issue for kids. It has zero impact. It's all cosmetic theater. I was talking about the fact that I flew up to Michigan, had an incredible time in Michigan this weekend, Buck. A lot of people in the airport, including me, not wearing a mask while you're walking around. Get a drink or whatever. You're kind of sipping on it. But there is some rebellion against the idea of wearing a mask in the airport itself, which I was happy to see. And yet, if you listen to Fauci himself... We're being told that the problem here is anybody who questions any of this at this stage. Notice they don't have the they don't have the actual data and facts to show to suggest that what they've been saying is true all along. No, quite the opposite. And so that's why I mean, this should send a a, a chill down everyone's spine. Here is the White House press secretary just saying Yeah, the White House is straight up in regular contact with the tech giants to censor them. It shouldn't come as any surprise that we're in regular touch with social media platforms, just like we're in regular touch with all of you and your media outlets about uh, areas where we have concern. This is covid authoritarianism. This is outrageous. The White House has no business doing the, the things that it's doing right now and is raw on top of that what they're saying sometimes isn't even true there was an article in npr over the weekend where the author made the claim about the about the daily wire uh a conservative site that even accurate facts absent the necessary context around them 
can be misinformation. So now, does that mean that that gets censored by the social media giants? The absent context that the leftist commies want? We got censored for sharing links to the CDC at, at OutKick. We got misinformation violations, very Orwellian. I'm sure you've seen these, too, where you get an email and Facebook says, we, our fact checkers, we have no idea who their fact checkers are, have determined that a story you shared uh, contains misinformation. You appeal. You never get a response. In the meantime, Facebook destroys your traffic. It vanishes for weeks or months on end. This is the world that we live in right now, Buck. I want and to come, I, I it's want, the I exact us, opposite of a free marketplace. I want to get us into the Biden, uh, the Biden effort to calm everybody down today. You know, uh, good good old Amtrak Joe mumbling and muttering up there at the podium about how the economy. Don't believe your lying eyes. Don't believe your lying bank account and inflation numbers and all the rest of it. Things are things are great. Biden's doing a great job. That's what he wants you to believe. And then this this capital. Uh, this capital rioter who's been sentenced to eight months. Remember, there are hundreds of people facing those charges. Play. They've had people in solitary confinement for nonviolent crimes for over six months now. That's that's the America we're living in. That also wants to censor Facebook posts. Yeah, there's no doubt. And the stock market is tanking as we speak. We'll continue to follow that story as well. Getting into more of it in just a moment. Stay with us, team. You're listening to Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the EIB Network. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.